day. Aren't you glad that when the Lord Jesus came and he began to explain to us the true nature of the Father, even though Hebrew fathers would not run after their son, it would be uncommon for a father to be seen running. Jesus said, that's not the heart of my father. He was watching. He was watching, waiting, and anticipating getting up every morning and looking over the horizon, waiting in hopes that this would be the day that his son would come home. And when he saw him, he knew by his gait, he knew by the way he moved, he knew as he looked, there as that sun rose, he ran after him and embraced him. I want to say to you tonight, there is a distortion that has been passed down from generations to generations in many families and many hearts about the true nature of the true God. And I'm saying to you, God is not angry with you. The Lord God wants you to embrace him tonight. Father, we just thank you, Lord. And Lord, every time that we have need, and Lord, even when we don't have need, Lord, you just want a relationship with us. And Lord, I thank you that you ran after us. You face down every enemy, Lord God. Lord, so that we may return to you in relationship. Lord, I ask tonight, Lord God, every hindrance, Lord, to be bound, that your word, Father, may go forth in strength and power to enable those that are in this house. In Jesus' name. And Lord, the needs that are represented, there's broken hearts in this house tonight. Lord, I pray that you will mend them. There's distortion, Lord God, in people's view of you. I pray that you will bring clarity to them tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated tonight. Praise the Lord. A couple of quick announcements before we move forward in the service. Uh, The fellowship, September the 10th, they're going to be meeting. That's young adults, 18 to 28. They're going to go bowling, and I believe uh, there should be information online or the announcement. Uh, For the life of me, I can't think of the name of the place uh, uh, that you guys are going. Pinstack, thank you. Thank you. Also, Empty Nesters, 5 o'clock, there's going to be a pasta supper next door. The pasta meal is going to be complimentary, asking if you could bring desserts, and that's going to be 5 o'clock. If you could, take a moment and uh, sign up in the foyer. Uh, Let them know how many are coming. Savvy Sisterhood will be Sunday, uh, September 11th at 1 p.m. The youth are going over to the Court of Posse's. They have been glutton, glutton for punishment. No, I'm just kidding. They have a great place, and the, the, the youth have a great time over there. And so that's going to be Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Also next Tuesday, say that with me, next Tuesday, guess what's coming? Yes, a food bank. And you always make it possible. Thank you. If uh, you could come out and, and, and help, we greatly would appreciate that. You always do, and you're always so faithful. Also, uh, October the 2nd, we're going to have a voting members. You'll hear the announcements again and again. October the 2nd, we're going to be voting on uh, replacing our pews with chairs and upgrading our lighting uh, system here. And so mark that on your calendar, uh, voting members. Tonight, you're going to get a very, very special blessing because I've asked a young man to come. I can still call him young. A young man to come, and he, I asked him to bring the word tonight. Could you welcome with me uh, Mr. Tim Gossett as he comes and breaks bread? 
Can't forget this. I'm gonna need this. Um, well, thank you all. Uh, before I get started, I just want to go to God in prayer. Uh, Lord God, I just come to you in the mighty name of Jesus tonight. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds to your word, Father God. Let our hearts be open to receive your word. Let our minds be open to understanding. Father God, let these words be your words and not mine. Lord, I ask that your spirit just fill this place as we go over your message. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, tonight, um, when pastor asked me to do this, uh, it was nerve-wracking. Um, <laughs> uh, not really, but I, I kind of got fear and anxiety, all kinds of stuff inside of me when he said he wanted me to preach on a Wednesday. And so tonight, that's what my message has to do with. And uh, it's, I call it battle plan. Because before we go up against the enemy, we need to know his plans. We need to know what we need to do to go against him. And God gives us the word right here. And one of his words is the armor of God. And um, so we're going to be studying out of Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. Um, 610, it starts with, finally, brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, and against spiritual forces and evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take on to you, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to resist the evil day and have done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your, your waist girded with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. And above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all of the fiery arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit always with all kinds of prayers and supplication. To the end, be alert with all preservation and supplication for all the saints. Pray for me that the power to speak may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. See, a lot of people stop with the, with the armor of God with the end being the, um, the sword of the spirit. But I think the last two in there are real important and I'll get to that. Um, so what we need here is we need to know, first of all, we need to have a battle plan. We need to know what the enemy's up to. Um, God gives us armor, just like in, the reason this, was so close to me is because I thought of, of military. When I think of the armor of God, just like Paul, when he gave this, he was probably thinking of, he was thinking of a Roman soldier. He was picturing a Roman soldier in his armor. So when I thought of this, I thought of when I was in the military, how I was given armor to go into battle. But also to go into battle, you need to know where the enemy's at, what he's doing, what his plan is. And throughout God's word, he tells us what he's doing, what is, he has a strategy. And it started, it started in the, in the Garden of Eden. Satan showed up and what'd he do? He started lying. What's he do to us? He gets into our head, our, our mind is the battlefield. 
So he gets into our mind and he begins to lie to us. He begins, he begins to tell us that we're not worthy, that we don't have what it takes, that we are, we're not good enough, that he starts to give us anxiety, depression. He starts to beat us down. And eventually we have two ways to react to that. Either we react to it and we listen and we act upon what he's telling us, or we block them thoughts out with the word of God. And we go to the word of God and see what God tells us we are, that we're beautiful, that we're mighty. Um, and you know, in, in Paul tells us, he, Paul's amazing. He tells us all through scripture. He, he is just, he's blessed. He's just anointed by God. You know, if there was no one that was sent, then the word of God would never get out there. So we're all sent. So when we're sent, what's Satan do? He begins to attack us. He begins to tell us that we, we can't do it, that to be nervous, to be, to have doubts in ourselves, doubts about what we're doing. So in, in, he says, um, even, even Paul, Paul went through it. Um, in Romans seven twenty four, he calls himself a wretched old man. That's because he battles with sin. He battles with sin. He knows the right thing to do, but he couldn't carry it out. Well, what, what do we have? We have a choice. Where we get sin from is when it's planted in our mind, the choice to do the right thing or we do the wrong thing. And so we battle that daily. And what we need to do is we need to have this armor. We need to know what the armor is so we can, we can battle up. We can get ready for battle every day before we even start our day. Um, and through God's word, he tells us in John 10, 10, he tells us that Satan he wants to kill, steal, and destroy us. You know, he wants, to, he wants to destroy what we have in each other. He wants to destroy what we have to take to each other, what we have to take to individuals beyond us, beyond these walls of the church. And that's, that's our duty is to take what we know and spread it out. Um, he also says in, um, in Peter, See, this is, this is right here. God's telling us what our enemy is up to, what he's about. He tells us in Peter, he tells us that the devil walks around as a roaring lion, seeking to whom he may devour. See, he, he just waits and he's patient. And that's, that's one thing that we got to understand about Satan too. He's patient. He, do, he doesn't have to just jump right on us. He's patient. He waits for us to lie to us, to tell us things. Tell us things that maybe that, that we're stuck from in the past. Maybe... Um, my past, my past was drugs, alcoholism. Um, you know, there's little things. I'm, I'm, I am free from that today. I am free from that. And, um, but he sits and he waits. He waits to, to tell us things. You know, maybe um, somebody told me one time when you're walking into a, um, into a gas station, you're going in there to pay for gas, but you walk by the beer aisle. And you look over and you see that, but you're not even thinking you're done with it. You're not even thinking about it. You don't want it. But that for a split moment in your head, it was like, man, cold beer. Immediately, Satan is on the, on the attack. Oh, I got him right there. He opened a spot for me. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Go, get one. It's fine. No one's going to know you're here by yourself. That's Satan attacking us. So we need to know how to defend ourselves against that, how to defend ourselves against those thoughts. How to, it could be anything. Um, so God gives us the armor that I read to you, um, starting with the belt of truth. The belt of truth. So I just went through and I found what would be, there's all kinds of, of, um, of 
things that, that are said about each one of these. So I just picked certain ones to, to give to you guys. Uh, the belt of truth, what's the belt of truth? The truth, God's truth. It's God's truth, our truth, who we are. It's God's truth in us. Um, it's the, the gospel, the gospel's the truth. You know, and we, we know that by our faith, which is, is to come in here, um, just like the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness is um, through Jesus Christ, we're seen righteous. You know, we're not seen righteous through God until the, the, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. You know, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, what he did for us, he came here sinless and died for our sins. So through him, we are seen righteous. So, and that's, that's a piece of the armor there. So, and then we got um, our feet, our feet fitted with the gospel of peace, the gospel of peace, exactly what I just said to you now, you know, the gospel of peace is Jesus Christ and what he did for us, how he, um, what he did through his death and resurrection. And that's what we should be sharing with each other. Not, not just with each other in study groups or Bible studies, but we should be sharing it with people that strangers, people that we don't even know, you know, and that's when, that's when Satan will attack you the most is out of your comfort zone. When you're not comfortable and you see somebody, um, for me, it was doctor's offices. And I don't know why this came to me, but um, doctors, some doctors just don't believe what we believe. And um, so when I was there, it would be uncomfortable for me to talk about Jesus. I would just, I would get a feeling in me, they don't wanna hear it, they don't believe it anyways. That's who needs to hear it. That's who we need to be telling. That's who we need to be speaking to is the people that we don't think wanna hear it, or even if they act like they don't wanna hear it. And there's a seed that we planted in there. Somewhere in there, we planted a little seed and it may be months later, it may be days later, it may be years later, but they're gonna remember, they're gonna look back and be like, Oh, I remember that guy with all those silly tattoos on him that told me about this, you know? <laughs> so, you know, th them are the people that we need to reach to, that we need to go and we need to make sure that they hear the gospel, the word of God, because that's what it took for me in the beginning was just to hear the gospel. I didn't know the word. I didn't want to hear the word. I had a friend that kept telling me and I had my lovely wife that kept bringing it to me. Even though I didn't want to hear it, she would keep speaking it to me. And I kept telling her, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't do this. But it eventually, the Spirit of God came on me and I got up and I, I was getting ready for church, go to church. But what she had told me got me there in the doors and God took care of the rest. Um, so the shield of faith. This one I thought about and I thought about, I, I, I looked through the scripture and I looked through and I was like the shield of faith, our faith, our faith, we walk by faith, not by sight. Um, in Hebrews, it talks about now, now faith is an assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. You guys talk about the unseen all the time. That's our faith. Our faith is in things. We, we didn't see Jesus Christ. 
We didn't see him walk on this earth, but we have faith because God's word is, word is the truth, the truth, and we believe in that. We believe in it just like um, when I'm talking to somebody new, I always, they're like, so what is faith? And I, I always tell them, faith is like air. We can't see air. We, we, we don't even know that it's here. We can't tell that it's here. But we know every day when we get up that it's there, that we suck it into our lungs and we breathe it out. And without it, we can't live. That's the same way to have faith in Jesus Christ. We can't see him. We can't physically put our eyes on him, but we know he's there and we need him to live. Um, the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation, salvation through Christ when we are saved by believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouth. It's in the word, it's in Romans, um, Romans 10, 8, to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. That's when we have salvation. We get that salvation through Jesus Christ. We are saved through, through the belief in Jesus Christ and the faith, it just, if you, you listen to everything that I'm telling you, everything is a step, is a step. The whole armor of God is a step and a step, and it, it, each one of them relate to the other one. Um, and the sword of the Spirit. Who would think that God would give us a sword? But um, <laughs> the sword of the Spirit, the Word, the Word. We get the sword of the Spirit there from the from the very first page to the very last page, from Genesis to Revelations. We, the more that we pour into this, the more that we learn about this, the more that we focus on this. I was just telling pastor earlier, you know, the more that I look at it, the more that it just opens up my eyes. Like I'll read it, like I've read this message, guys, since I've read it over and over and over. Every time I read it, there's something new that pops up in my face. I'm just like, whoa, what? And um, there's so much power in the word of God that we are able to use, that we have to just, and when you get into this word, Satan has no effect on you. When you begin to get into this word and you get in the spirit and the spirit just takes over, there's no room for him. Just like when we speak in the spirit, when we pray in the spirit, Satan has no clue what's going on. That's communication between us and God that he has no room for. He is, he is mad, and I guarantee he's mad. I know he's mad about that. Um, <laughs> so um, when, when I looked over this and I, can, and I went over it and I looked and I seen there's all these different the, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, or the helmet, um, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. Um, it was probably about the fifth time that I read it that I realized what are all these things? Each and every one of these things, <laughs> the word of God, it's it's God, it's Jesus, it's, um, is the armor. And in here it tells you that the word is God. 
that, that takes us to, um, that takes us to a whole nother level of a whole nother relationship. Um, when we begin to dig deeper into his word, we begin to get intimate with God. We begin to build a relationship, a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that relationship is so powerful that you just want to share it with everybody. You know, they, they call the gospel the, the good news. Go and share the good news. It should be called the great news. It should be, <laughs> it should be called the great news, the best news ever is what it should be called. Um, because I didn't accept Christ until I was in my 30s. I was 35 years old when I accepted Christ into my heart. I didn't understand before then if I would have died where I was going and what, what was going to happen to me. Um, so it's important that we learn this the word of God that we learn everything we can and share everything we can. I had a pastor tell me one time, he said, if you know this much, share this much. If you know, share this much. Because what we know is important because there might be somebody that's, that doesn't know what we know or they might know something else that we don't know in the word and they can share with us. That's why I think these last two verses in the armor of God, it never gets, like I looked up on my phone, the armor of God, and it shows everything all the way down to the sword of the spirit. And then it ends there. But I think the most important part is these next two verses, 18 and 19. Um, pray in the spirit always. Um, with kind with all kinds of prayers and supplication to the end, be alert with all preservation and supplication for all the saints. Let's pray for each other, guys. That's what we should always do. We should always be praying for each and every one of us that we have the, that God gives us the strength to make it through each day, that God gives us the strength to resist the devil, that God gives us the strength to go out and tell somebody new about the gospel about the word of God, to share that with somebody. And, and here Paul says in 19, he says, pray for me that the power to speak may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. Guys, pray for me. Pray for me that I can continue to carry the gospel to other people because I promise you I will be praying for you I will be praying for you to share the gospel with people. And, and I'm, I just, I can't express how important it is for us that have the belief that, that are saved to share that news with other people. Because it might seem like somebody don't wanna hear it, somebody's not listening, but I promise you, I promise you, there's some part of what you say to them is getting in because it might not seem like it, but they want to hear it. They want to hear it. There's something inside of them that wants to hear what you have to say. There's something inside of them. They might not feel it because they might not be where they need to be yet, but they'll get there. And when they do, 
Don't be surprised if one day somebody walks up to you and says, thank you. Thank you for what you told me a long time ago. You might not even recognize them. You might, like, what? And, oh, I seen you like three years ago and you're telling me about the word of God. And man, I got saved the other day and I just wanna thank you because without what you said to me, I might have never even walked through the doors of the church. And that's the power that God puts through us. It's, and always, always, always thank God for that because it's not us that, that's doing it. It's God working through us. Um, I, uh, I just thought that when I started this message, it was totally different, guys. It was something because we were studying in Romans. And um, I thought, well, that'll preach. That'll preach. If you look on every page in this, in the Bible, it'll preach. I promise you. Um, and I had in the back of this notebook right here, I have a whole different message that I wrote out of Romans. And um, it was a couple weeks after Micah had told well, he didn't ask me. He told me. He said, I'm going to have you preach on a Wednesday. I was like, all right. So I'd wrote this and it was a couple weeks later that God gave me this message and um, said, no, you're not going to do the Romans thing. Maybe later. This is what I want from you. And um, uh, the minute that the pastor had asked me to preach, Satan began to attack my mind. And it says it in the word here, in the word right here. At first I was standing there and I didn't think, I was like, no. How can Satan be attacking me in the house of God? But he's everywhere, he can do that. And it says that he, that the enemy is in heavenly places. And this is a heavenly place. This is, this is led by anointed people. This is led, this, these pews are full of anointed people, anointed by God to do his work smart people I'm in class with people that just I'm like wow they have so much knowledge and I have very little but that's when it goes back to when you know this much share this much so this is what I know and this is what I'm sharing with you guys and um, I wish that I had a lot more and I could go a lot longer but um, I uh I just, if I could tell y'all anything, it would be just to, to do what God calls you to do and share what God calls you to share. Um, whatever you know, share it. Share it with each other. Share it in here. Share it outside these doors. Share it with me, because I, I, I probably don't know it, and I want to know it. I want to know it. And that's the thing about the word of God is the more you, the more you, you get into it, the more you want to know, the closer you get. And I promise you, the more you read the word and the closer you get to God, the more right decisions you'll start making. Um, it's a conviction that God puts on your heart that when before you could just 
walk through and do that it wasn't hard to make that wrong decision but now it's 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 like god slaps you in the back of the head he's what are you doing oh yeah yeah all right no but he did he, really it's it's uh the more you get into it the more god convicts your heart and the closer you want to get to him and the more you want to learn about him and um i just uh I want to thank Mike for giving me a chance to get up here. Um, and Andrea, we all love her. She's amazing, and she's a little intimidating. Um, she's <laughs> got me sweating. I, cause she, you look over at her, and she's kind of got that, that Wild West look on her face. It's, uh, all you hear is that, oh, wow, 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 wow. So, um, no, but I love you guys. You guys are amazing. And... Um, I know I probably had a, a little bit more time to fill, but that's what I got for you guys tonight. And thank you. Could you see what I saw? Man anointed of the Lord. Praise God. As you come here tonight, what you heard repeatedly is how that Tim was 35 years old before he came to accept Christ. And he was wishing earnestly that maybe he knew the Lord before then. I think about the fact that I came to the Lord when I was 20, 21. And I think about all the time I wasted before I knew him. And Paul was saying there's a, truly a warfare that takes place when you try to express the goodness of God. And what's mysterious is the fact that God truly, emphatically, radically loves humanity. And that he wants every single individual to truly know him. So that when you get to that place where the Lord begins to move upon you, that you, you actually surrender. And you say, God, I, I give up. I just give up. And those of, that have experienced this wonderful, awesome news that God loves you and he wants to walk with you. He wants to partner with you. He wants you to be with him. He died more than just to rescue you from damnation. He died so he could have a relationship with you. And that's what the enemy was after from the very beginning. There's someone in this house tonight and what you have felt tonight in the, wait a minute, is this for me? It's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. This check in your heart that says everything's just not right. I don't fully understand what they're talking about. But I want to know this God who they're speaking of. Because you know what? Without the Lord, we will 
self-destruct. We'll destroy our bodies. We'll destroy our relationships. We'll destroy our homes. We'll destroy everything eventually. But see, the word of the Lord tells us that through him, we can do all things. You can be the father, the mother, the husband, the wife, the son, the daughter that you need to be. I just want to ask you to do something tonight. I know you're in here, but it would be a tragedy not to give you an opportunity tonight to respond. But I want to do this tonight. Just, just bow your heads, if you will. And you would say, I need Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I, I'm ready to surrender my life to him. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to give my life up to God. And I want to find out what his plan is for me. If that's you tonight, just lift your hand. There's nobody looking around. I promise you, every, every child of God in here loves you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyone else tonight? Anyone else tonight? Yes, thank you. Anyone else tonight? Anyone else tonight? I want you to stand all across this room right now. Worship team's going to make their way up. Tim, I want you to come and help me. I want you to come right down here and just, just turn, and we're going to pray with those that come. You're just tired of running. You're just so tired of doing it on your own, thinking that it's all according to your power. The great mystery is this. God never intended for you to be alone. You're not made for sin. You're made for relationship with God. If you raised your hand or if you needed to, come on. The worship team is going to start playing right, right now. I'm going to ask Pastor Angel to come down. We're, we're just going to pray with you tonight. We're just going to surrender to the Lord. What a beautiful thing. Just surrender. Just surrender. Come on, Tim, behind you. Come on. Come on. Come on. You raised your hand. You needed to. Come on down. If you just, you don't have to feel forced. You're just giving an opportunity tonight to say, I'm, I'm tired of running. I'm just tired of running. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Come on, pray with these men. Pray with these men. Come on, put your hands this way. Let's begin to just just rejoice as heaven's rejoicing right now. Hallelujah. Andrew, come help me.
you lift your hands just praise him tonight just praise him tonight thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord god for the good news see we're not alone in this we're not alone in this the enemy tries to convince you that you're all alone and you're fighting the battle all by yourself, but that's not the case. We just put our faith in Jesus. And every time the enemy comes and tries to lure us in a direction, just ask for his help because he wants to help you. He wants to enable you. Father, thank you for your mercy tonight. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for the anointed word that opened hearts tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for orchestrating this tonight. In Jesus' name.